I'm not a hotel room. I am home. I am not the whiskey you want. I am the water you need. Don't come here with expectations and try to make a vacation out of me. Rupi Kaur. This week on Point Black. Hookups provides, I'm guessing, the option to save yourself emotionally but still get satisfied physically. But is that satisfaction though? Like what is sex without emotional ties? It's just a come. Going back to Jamaica, like nobody wants puss in a bag. They want to know what it is they're getting before deciding that they're going to commit to making that purchase. That is the cherry on top. So how is it that you want to eat my cherry? Ha <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Welcome to Point Black. everyone and welcome to another episode of a point black the podcast so sorry that you know you missed us last week we definitely missed you but we're back this week and the show continues this week we're going to be looking at hook up, hook up culture i can't even say it hook up culture and with me as usual is my co-host camelia hi cam hi tash how are you I am doing good. You sound I'm, good. I'm on reading week this week. That's why. Oh, that's I good. don't have classes. Yes. Yeah, so I'm basking in. Well, it's not in really free time because I have all these like past readings that I have to do. And then I have assignments due like as soon as school starts again. So, but at least, you know, I feel a little bit free because I'm not sitting in front of the computer for hours on end listening mm-hmm. to the professor. So I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I am barely making it. I'm telling you the truth. Like barely, huh? As, as like I'm tired. Man. I am yeah. so tired. Like, oh my God. Sun rose, the sun set. I'm still here. I'm healthy and all of that, but my body needs some rest. Mm. But outside of that, I'm okay. Happy to be here. Missed you guys last week. It was never quite the same without you last week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to know that I was missed. You were, you were missed. Oh. But this week, guys, we're going to be talking, as we said, about hookup culture. And we thought it was worth an episode because we're both single women in our 30s trying to date for marriage, and hookup culture goes against everything. Everything. For. Everything. Nope. So let's start with, you know, just chatting about our experience for a little bit in terms of like dating and what we've encountered. I've had so many bad experiences with that thing that at one point I just decided, you know what, I'm going to give this thing a break Mm -hmm. because it's like every, like they'll put, people put things on their profile to say, oh, they're looking for this and they're looking for that. And then when you start talking to them two seconds in, and they're yep. telling you what you want. They're asking you for what's your favorite position, what are your fantasies, yep. your nudes, and all. and I'm like, you don't even know my name. That is so true. I feel like automatically the conversation goes there. Like everybody now is into like 
instant sexual gratification. Nobody wants to wait anymore. Nobody even cares who it is they're having sex with. They just want to hook up. I mean, I can probably between 80, maybe even 90, maybe 95, maybe 99. (laughs) 99% of the men that I've connected with automatically like you were saying you know they say oh you know i'm looking for someone you know to do this and this and this and nice once they meet you they're really looking for someone to have sex with that's really what it boils down to i remember talking to this guy and i'm like do you know anything else if you said the grass is green the sky is blue (laughs) the earth is round he found some way to sneak that into the conversation. Say, yeah, around yeah. enough to have sex on. I like, know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Blue enough to have sex on. <laughs> I was so disgusted by it. Early in my my dating experience, mm-hmm. I thought that, you know, hookup culture really existed for like the younger generation. So like kids who are like teenagers going into like early 20s, maybe even mid to late 20s. But the fact that I'm now over 30 and I realize that men my age and older still have the same mentality is Mm. very disappointing. Absolutely. Because no, when you're 50 and I tell me, say, but, oh, oh, no, I'm not looking for anything serious. Get up on the people on the internet. <laughs> but I have to wonder, though, like, what's, what causes this hookup culture that we're now seeing? Because when I speak to persons older than me, like my parents, or not even so far as my parents, but persons who are probably 40s, late 40s, 50s, when they were in their 20s, dating was a completely different experience than the culture that exists for dating now. So I'm wondering, like, when did we bend this curve? When did, you know, hooking up as opposed to having relationships become the norm? And, and why? You know, hmm, how do you move from having someone who is supportive, someone who you can talk with, someone who's a friend, someone who you can have experiences with, someone who influences you in a positive way, plus sex to just sex? I don't know. Like, that's a really good question. It's probably because of the value that has been placed on sex. So sex does not have the same kind of value that it has at like one point. Sex was like this beautiful thing that was supposed to be um, enjoyed between two people who are married. But no, it's just, oh, it's your body. Do what you feel. If you have an itch, scratch it. It doesn't matter who scratches it. Just get it scratched. I think on the flip side of that, though, is also the idea that having hookups actually save you from the hurt that might come with engaging in an actual relationship i think that for many persons who decide that oh you know they want to just hook up no strings attached they're probably scared of exploring their feelings their emotions and sharing that part of themselves with somebody and trusting somebody with that part of themselves because they've probably you know been hurt Mm -hmm. before trying to do that they've probably heard a person's stories who've been hurt before and they don't want to have a similar experience 
So this provides, um, so I'm guessing, the option to save yourself emotionally but still get satisfied physically. But is that satisfaction though? Like what is sex without emotional ties? It's just a come. Like you're just getting on an organ. Well, that's the thing though. There are persons who are just chasing that. They don't care about the emotional ties. They're legit as an individual. Just want like the biological reaction and the feeling that comes with that. They don't want any of the other things around it. I, I have so many questions because I'm like, what brings a part? Like, I know people have their different choices and I'm, I'm good with you choosing what works for you. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, what brings you to that point where you are now willing to trade your body mm-hmm. just for that without the emotional ties when this thing was never created to be just had by itself? It was, it was like a whole package. And you're now just taking that part of it and walking away. And then when I feel like if it is that you're going to say, because I was hurt or because I hear that somebody else got hurt, then I'm not going to be investing myself. I think that's rather ridiculous though, because you have to understand there's this um, definition that somebody told me about loving and being in a relationship, loving people. It's like deep sea diving. You'd go in with the hope that you'll come out alive but if there's no guarantee, but you're still willing to dive. Mm. So you have to be prepared that when you love, you may get hurt and you have to be mature enough. That's why I said love is not for kids. A relationship is not for kids and for immature people. So I, I don't know. I think that we've reached a place in society that a lot of persons think that relationships also start in the reverse. Mm. So... They think that, you know, by being friends with benefits or by, you know, sleeping with this guy or sleeping with this girl, they'll grow some kind of attachment from that interaction that can then lead into a relationship. So they're, they're doing the process in reverse, I find. But that's confusing, though, because you're supposed to be like for me, who believes in for me, who believe in doing it, how it has always been where it's a relationship. And then you put that to it for me. Like I've been called a prude. I've been called um, old fashioned for it by people who are talking to me on like people who you're possibly thinking of dating or people you're con- I'm conversing with. And stuff. I've been called a prude. I've been told, oh, you're too old fashioned and all. you're stuck up and all. And I'm like, not really. You're too loose. <laughs> one of my thing, yeah, because one of my thing, you know, like from the get go, I'm like, you know, I don't do drive bys, I don't do hit and runs. So if that's your kind of thing, then happy, be happy to go along. And then if you choose that, like I'm not going to classify you as anything. So why are you reclassifying me as prude or old fashioned? Because I tell you that I'm not into what you're into. Can you imagine the, the rudeness? I, I, I can because I've been there. Not necessarily in those specific words, but there are persons who just can't fathom like waiting. They can't fathom wanting a committed relationship with someone prior to exploring, you know, what sex with that person would be like. For them, it's almost <laughs> and it, like going back to Jamaica, like nobody wants puss in a bag. They want to know what it is they're getting before deciding that they're, they're going to commit to making that purchase. Yeah, and but so- then that's not all you're getting. Like, I, I'm a whole package. 
Like that is the cherry on top. So how is it that you want to eat my cherry? Ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we know how, but <laughs> um, I think one of the things here too is that because of our positionality, like because of our stance or mm-hmm. how we were raised, it's hard for us to see how their perspective makes sense. But for them, it's the reverse, right? Mm-hmm. For them, how they do it is how it's supposed to be. It's like exploring the possibilities before deciding which one you want. You know, I've heard the example of like, if you're going to, I don't know, buy a car or buy a cell phone, mm-hmm. you want to know what the features are. You want to know how it, you know, stands up, what the warranty is, whatever it is, right? How mm-hmm. fast it goes, all of these things prior to committing to the purchase. So it's a similar situation here where hooking up not only allows you to know what you want or what you desire, but it also allows you to learn what you don't want. And then the premise is that at some point when you decide that, okay, I'm past the hookup phase and I'm ready to settle down, you know exactly what you're looking for because you've been there, done that. All I can say to that, do your thing. But I remember I was having a conversation with a teen and she was telling me same thing about sex and she was with this person and the person wanted sex. She was concerned that if she didn't do it, then he was going to do it to somebody else. And I was saying to her, you know what? You have to be the thing behind the shelf. So you know like when you go into a store and you have the stuff on display? Mm-hmm. You can try them on, you can go fit them on something. But be the shoe that's brought out, brought out to you. So if they want to try and have sex with everybody, let them go try and have sex with everybody. But when you get to me, I'm not on display. I'm not the one who feel up, feel up and I return. I'm the <laughs> one that's kept behind the glass sh- shelf because of how valuable I am. So you're going to have to take some time for stop and for ask and invest some time before I'm brought from around the shelf. So I'm not saying you can't go do whatever it is that you want to go do, but me, you're not going to try me out. I'm and not funny enough, I think we all want that shoe that's in the stock room, that's behind the shelf. Like nobody, when you go and they say only the one on display is available, like automatically your man is like, eh, you know, let, let me see if there's something else that I might want. Yeah. As you know that everybody foot done going at the shoe, they would exactly in poor and all these things. And you don't want it. And you notice like the display item is always on sale it's always sold at the lower price mm-hmm. so because i value myself so much you now come get me by markdown mm-hmm. so try whatever it is that you want to try where you want to try it but um i'll tell you what my features are i'll show i'll show you what my features are you're just not going to drive my car gotcha gotcha yeah. and i think that it's important for us to be a voice on the other side Mm-hmm. Because I feel like so much of popular culture is around hooking up. When you listen to music, when you watch TV shows, when you watch movies, our society is built on sex. And if you're not doing it, like you said, something is wrong with us. So I uh-huh. feel like there has to be a balance where there are persons saying, hey, you know, it's okay to wait. Because I thought, I, well, I won't say I find because I really don't know. But I have heard of scenarios where, like you said, with this girl, she do it because she thinks she has to. Mm -hmm. 
And then you have a lot of persons who are doing it, not because they want to, not because they feel ready, not because this is a decision they're making, but it's a decision other persons are making for them. Other persons are telling them that this is how it has to be. Mm -hmm. And so we have to make sure that persons are hearing this side of the story of the narrative as well. As you mentioned, you were saying, you know, we have to normalize this part of it. Like, I just, again, it's probably because of how I was brought up, but I just cannot understand for the life of me how I don't know you, you don't know me. And I have you going into the deepest crevices of my body. Literally. (laughs) Exactly. Leaving your imprint in my body and then gone. And I don't even know your name. I don't know nothing about you. Like, I, we have not connected on that kind of level, like mm-hmm. beyond me. What do you say, though, about persons who have been searching, like they actually do want that connection. They do yearn for that. They want mm-hmm. to have a relationship, but they have not been able to find a partner, but they have urges. And to satisfy these urges, they make a mutually beneficial, contract so to speak to just hook up with somebody so not necessarily going around and hooking up with Tom Dick and Harry but hooking up with one person without all the emotional ties of a relationship if that works for somebody then go ahead but I say before sir can I have the fingerprint you see what (laughs) I would rather not have any fingerprint because I'd have rubbed them out doing Mm. Mm-hmm. It's so sufficient. But if it works for somebody, fine. Um, do your thing, but that just does not work for me. And then what happens now if, let's say, you make this kind of arrangement? You remember Friends with Benefit with Ashton mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Leela Clunis? And mm-hmm. that's how they started off. They were just doing, and then people started catching feelings. Are we prepared to deal with those feelings if they develop? Like, what do you do with them? How do you process all of that? So that comes with its own set of complications. One of the things that I thought about when I was um, considering this topic is how people date now versus how people used to date. And I think the methods or, yeah, the methods by which persons connect and date in this decade (laughs) versus the last decade has somewhat made a shift to this hookup culture as well. Before, when you think, when you thought about dating someone, you would have either met them out, met them through a friend, met them, I don't know, through a family member, met them through work. There was some meeting that happened or somebody knew someone and thought it would be a good fit. So there was like a process whereby you got to know this person and then decided if it was something that you wanted to do. Whereas now, persons with their thumb can decide if they want to have sex tonight or not from like multiple options. Like the fact that you can download an app and Mm -hmm. you could just hook up with someone tonight, three times tonight if you wanted to, has really changed, I think, the value that we place on connecting with someone. There is no need to connect anymore. There is no need to know before you get to that level. 
these apps are so designed that persons on them have already signed on as, you know, this is something they want to do. Are these apps causing it or are they supplying a demand? I don't know that they developed it with that mindset, but I know that it has morphed into that. And so much so that multiple apps have been designed after to combat to that because mm-hmm. they realize that, you know, this particular app has that kind of narrative, has that kind of like public acceptance as mm-hmm. a hookup app. I'm probably old fashioned. I'm, prob- I'm probably wrong. If I'm wrong and you guys think I'm wrong, please correct me or please enlighten my darkness. But what I find, especially growing up and just observing and then hearing people's stories, especially like for females, I'm sure it's probably true for males too, but like girls who give their bodies readily, they're just open to anybody and anything. They tend to suffer from some kind of self-esteem problem. Hmm. And a lot of these girls were girls who were abused And so now the value that they place on sex is little or nothing because it was taken from them. They didn't get the opportunity to actually give themselves. Somebody took it. And so now they're like, you know, it's a free for all. So I find a lot of that. So I don't know if it is that we have more people with low self-esteem just going around and using sex to cover that up or are using sex to fulfill that need. But I think that on the other end of that spectrum, you have persons who would say being participatory in hookup culture is actually sexual liberation. It's them taking control. It's them deciding for themselves if and when they want to have sex and whether or not they want to have emotional ties while doing that. So on one hand, like you're saying, it might be that person's you know, have experienced a negative um, relationship with sex. And Mm -hmm. as a result, you know, they kind of just do it. it, Right. Yeah. But for others and for a lot of people, I think it's sexual liberation. It's going outside of, you know, the societal construct that a woman should be pure and wait until marriage and you know to have multiple partners is okay for men but it's not for women it's you know define all of those unwritten rules yeah that has has been placed upon women let's say they take that as a benefit of hookup cultures do you think that there are other benefits of hookup culture Mm, personally no, but I can see hookup culture providing for sexual exploration for a lot of people. I think one of the things for many persons is that they get to have sex with multiple partners, develop their own lists of likes and dislikes, determine what kind of partner they want, male, female, trans, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. I feel like in terms of like exploration, and getting to know oneself could also be considered a benefit because if you wait until you're in a committed relationship or a marriage to explore that, then the confines that that institution provides might not necessarily. Because what if you wait (laughs) and then it turns out that you're attracted to women or it turns out that you actually like dressing up as a man or a woman? in the confines of a marriage, then what? But when are you getting married? Like, 
I feel like if you are taking the time to know who you are, then these are things that you will at least have an idea of by the time you get to a certain age. So mm -hmm. when are you getting married that you're only going to discover these things after you get married? One of the things that come to mind is that sometimes I think as human beings, we have an idea mm -hmm. of what it is that we like or don't like, but then actually going through the process, we discover otherwise. So we think we know until we know. Mm. So sometimes I think, and this is a very simplistic <laughs> example, mm -hmm. but, you know, sometimes I think I really, really want cheesecake. Mm -hmm. Well, I get the cheesecake and I take like one forkful and I'm like, no, texture not right. This is what I wanted. I actually wanted X, Y, or Z. Or sometimes I think I want a milkshake. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to buy the biggest milkshake that McDonald's have. Really? Mm -hmm. when, <laughs> when the little cup, the small, would have done me just fine. So it's like you think you know what you want until you actually have that experience and you realize this is not for me. And this goes both ways. Sometimes it happens in like cishet relationships as well where... Mm -hmm you're with somebody and you're like, whoa, you know, this is somebody I'd want to spend the rest of my life with. And while the rest of your life is unfolding, you realize that, mm-mm, not at all. This is not it. It's almost like the more variables you have or the more exposure you have, mm -hmm. the more likely it is that you'll be able to make like the best decision. So it's <laughs> like if somebody only gives you an option between having an iPhone 7 and an iPhone 8, then those are your only two options. That's all you know. But if they say, oh, you know, there's a 9, there's a 10, but guess what? There's Android, bro. Have you ever heard about Android? Mm -hmm. Look at the plethora of options of Android that's available, right? It's like the more you know, I think the better you're able to make an informed decision. But two things on that. One... Why is it that you can't explore these different sides of you and explore what it is that you want within the context of a relationship? Why do you have to be hooking up? And then the second point I forgot because I'm getting old. Quantity is one of the answers for that. And the other one is, again, relationships have emotional ties. So imagine going through that exploration phase, connecting with somebody over and over and over again. So nothing is wrong with that. Since you want emotional ties. What's wrong with emotional ties? We're emotional beings. Why are we so scared of making emotional ties? I personally don't think anything is wrong with emotional ties. As a preference, I'd take emotional ties over like sexual gratification any day. Any day. Any day. <laughs> like nothing is wrong with connecting with people. As you say, you don't know what you want until you know. In exploring... If you're only exploring one side and you go in and you think you want a purple scissors, because I'm looking at my purple scissors, and you're going, you're like, no, actually, I prefer a rotary cutter, right? Mm. But maybe actually what you want is the purple scissors, but you haven't fully explored everything that the purple scissors can do. 
Right. So you go in and all you want to do is cut straight lines, but it can't cut curve and it can do all that. But because it can we're just, anything you want. <laughs> exactly. It can do anything you want. But because you're only exploring one side of it, you walk away saying, you know what? I don't want that. That's not what I want. And sometimes you go all the way around just to come back to the purposes as because you realize that all these other things were just stuff that you thought would have satisfied you, but they don't satisfy you. I think it also has to be like a two-way street because the purposes also has to be open to manipulation, right? True. Because if the purposes that say, yo, a straight mare cut, <laughs> a straight mare <laughs> is it cut. all you get out of me? <laughs> That's problematic as well. <laughs> That's so true. So it has to be that the other party is mm-hmm. willing to ex- and that's why I feel like being in a relationship is better because if you and I decide that we're going to explore together, mm-hmm. like what's more beautiful than that? It, when you're hooking up, you know, you don't have no memory, you know, because sometimes you don't even know the people them name where you hook up with. You don't know nothing about the people them. But when you get in a relationship, you know, like babes, me and you in this thing together, there's space for grace and growth and all of these different things. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be going through the different processes. At one time in the life, when you kiss me from my neck, no, no, don't kiss me from my neck, kiss me from my ears, right? Mm-hmm. And so you explore all these different things. Like, what's more beautiful than that? I've always said that I'd rather explore a thousand ways with one person than having a thousand different persons. I've um, always said that. I like well, that. Yeah, one of the things that I think about, though, for a lot of persons, especially younger persons, you always say, like, dating is not for kids. But especially younger persons, I find that there is often a lot of, like, feelings of regret that follow from, like, uncommitted sexual encounters. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of those encounters happen out of peer pressure. And that is why it goes back to how we parent our kids. Because like when I went to university, is I was not exposed to any of these things. I just knew that I valued my body so much and who I was that mm-hmm. if somebody, like you couldn't step to me, come tell me about foolishness. One of the things that came to mind, I don't know if you've ever watched um, on Netflix, there's this show, um, She's Gotta Have It. No, I've not watched it. Have you watched it? Okay, I think it's a Spike Lee joint. But basically, it's about a girl who has, I believe she has three different partners. And they each satisfy her in a different way. So what if, for many persons, it's about getting all your needs satisfied because there isn't one person that really fulfills what you're looking for how much need do you one could i have so well she have three apparently <laughs> why she couldn't get all three in one one person it's almost like sculpting your perfect person by taking that- bits and pieces of each person which i feel is a huge injustice to the people it happens people and it do exists. that <laughs> it exists people do that yeah, but I feel like a lot of these actions are out of selfishness. I feel like hooking up is as a result of selfishness. Mm-hmm. It's either you're just looking to satisfy yourself, you're looking for perfection like this other person in the movie, you're just looking for something that's all about you, that's tailored to suit you. Do you think it's possible to participate in hookup culture but not necessarily be 
Because I think one of the things that when we hear hookup culture, when we hear about persons who just hook up, Mm -hmm. is that we equate hooking up to being promiscuous. And I don't think that's always the case. Do explain. Because I believe that there are persons who hook up, but they're not necessarily hooking up with multiple people at the same time. And promiscuity has to do with like the multiplicity of partners, correct? So you're hooking up with one person? Yeah. Isn't that a relationship? No, because it's just the sex. You meet, you have sex, you get dressed, you leave. And there are no emotional ties to that? It's legit just a biological release. It's legit just you're stressed, you need to have an orgasm. Let me find this person. Bam, bam, bam. Orgasm had. Good night. And that person is not having sex with anybody else and so none of you have you're you're only just yeah, so you're sex. both just hooking up with each other whenever i feel like having sex i call this person whenever that person feels like having sex they call me i feel like there's some emotional ties they've just not this they've just decided not to explore those or decided to carry on without it because why why is it that i'm selecting you as opposed to somebody else it has to be that there's more than just the sex there has to be something else there in my just be good sex yeah, the sex is good. This person is enjoyable. <laughs> this person is not giving me, you know, a hard time about how my day was. He's not trying to have small talk. I don't have to explain to him why I make the choices I make. I legit feel like having sex. It's like a booty call. I feel like having sex. We have sex. You leave. I, I don't know. I don't, if it works for you, it works for you. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't work for me. Yeah, that's what this is. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a have some unhealthy attachments. You yeah. have to go. It's late. You know, you, sh- you shouldn't be going on the road at this hour. Come exactly. On. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. That just does not work for me. But then for me, my thing is always until you walk a mile in the man's shoes, you don't know, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know what people's experiences are. I don't know what people's reasonings are for doing things. So if you have your legitimate reason and it works for you, I'm not one to tell you not to do because as I said, one of the things God values more than anything else is the freedom of choice and he's given us all that freedom. I'm not here to take away anybody's freedom to choose to hook up or not to hook up. I think that's a good note to wrap up on. Aww. I feel like that's a good summary right there. <laughs> I think so, right? Yeah. Definitely so, not here casting judgments. Definitely no. believe that to each his own. If it works for you, like legitimately truly all things considered works for you then go right ahead and with that said with that said we've come to the end of another episode if there's anything you heard here that you disagreed with that you agreed with we'd like some feedback we'd like to know like what your thoughts are and you can find us on instagram chat to us on instagram at point black podcast feel free to connect with us this is where we wish you a great weekend guys thanks again for joining us for another episode and until next week stay safe